0: Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really excited because I'm going to be doing something on this podcast today for the very first time. I am going to share with you not one of my stories, but rather a story from a listener. And because this is the first time that I'm doing this, I am a little nervous, to be honest. But at the same time, I'm pretty excited to be trying this out. So if you recall from the last episode, I mentioned how the purpose of this podcast is to help you and me and people around the globe to recognize how and where in their lives they can get unstuck. And my way of illustrating this possibility up until this point has been my stories. Yet, that being said, I realized I can also do this in another way. That is, by having people around the world share their stories on this podcast. What better way to inspire people to realize how they can get unstuck in their lives if not by hearing only my stories? but by hearing other people's stories as well. And so I shared on last week's episode how I was opening up this opportunity for people to send in their stories to me, which I would then read to you, the listeners. A few days after I broadcasted last week's podcast, I received an email from one of my listeners who sent her story to me. I read the story and I really loved how she processed through her stuck situation to get unstuck using the stuck method. But when I read the story out loud to myself, well, it felt a little strange. Probably because it wasn't my story, it was hers. So I took the liberty to edit it a bit and then I sent it back to her for her to accept. And I was kind of surprised when she wrote back to me and said that she didn't want me to read this version of the story, because she said it sounded more like my story than it did hers. And she thought, and she was right, that the point of me allowing and offering this opportunity for listeners to share their stories was that it would be in their words and not mine, And, of course, I absolutely agreed with her. And then at the end of the email, she wrote, maybe you can consider allowing the listeners themselves to read their stories in their own voices. Gosh, like, how did I not think of that? It was such a great consideration. And in today's day and age of technology, of course, this is totally possible, You can be sitting on the other end of the world. You can read your story into your smartphone. You can send it to me and then I can share that to this audience. How did I not think of that? So that is exactly what we did. And on today's episode, we are going to give this a try for the first time. But before we continue, I'd like to share with you not an iTunes review of the week, But instead, I'd like to share with you a testimonial. I just completed facilitating another Getting Unstuck program, and I asked for testimonials from the participants, as I always do, for all of my one-on-one and group work. She wrote, I loved the group setting. I was able to gain new perspectives to situations I was struggling with, both by hearing myself share my stories out loud to others, and by receiving new considerations from the group participants that I hadn't thought of on my own. Most importantly, what I loved about this group was feeling that others were with me on this journey. Thank you so much, Colby. I had such a wonderful time leading this most recent group with you this summer. Okay, so now back to the story. Are you ready? It comes from Esther in Maryland. Listen in.
1: Hi, Shira. This is Esther calling from Washington, D.C., and I want to tell you about a time when I considered wait and see. On the second day of summer vacation, I was stuck on, summer vacation is almost over. I know this is preposterous, but it's true. On the Friday that school ended, we took a whirlwind weekend trip to New York City. I don't even consider that part of summer break because, well, it was the weekend. There wouldn't have been school anyway. The trip was wonderful, but also jam-packed and tiring, so when my little one started camp on Monday morning, I was pretty excited to have the house to myself to get cracking on some of my summer goals, goals that I can only accomplish when I'm not doing things like driving carpool, for example. Mostly they have to do with getting the house in order. I work from home and can set my own hours for the most part, but it's still work, and on Monday and Tuesday, I had a lot of it. So three o'clock came very quickly and I was off to dismissal to pick up my happy, exhausted camper. This was what happened for two straight days. The only list-related thing I got done was making the list. So by Tuesday night, after holding down the fort for an exhausted kindergartner, I could only see a future of just as much busyness during the year. In no time at all, school would start again without me having had time for any of my goals. Looking ahead at my week, I saw that my schedule would be much later on Friday, so I took a stop on Tuesday night. My stop was a deliberate choice to not think about how quickly summer is going by until at least Friday. Whenever I felt like it was zipping by a, at a flash speed, I just took a breath and reminded myself I could think about it on Friday. On Friday I got to take an even longer stop of just relaxing at home without immediate commitments that took me elsewhere. That was an even better stop. By the afternoon, I was able to process. I told myself how I was feeling. Disappointed. Disappointed that there were things I wanted to do this summer that I won't have time to do. Which could also be thought of as desire. Desire to do certain things and not having that desire met. I uncovered what was behind that. I think it was a combination of expectations and... I'm not sure how to describe it other than patience without payoff. But patience is seen as a positive thing, so maybe tolerance is a better word. I've been tolerant about waiting until summer to have more time to tackle some of these goals, because I simply didn't have time during the school year. So I also had a fear that I would never be able to accomplish them. If I can't do it during the school year, and I can't do it during the summer, that leaves never. But was this true? Not really, of course, especially if I break it down. After all, I have a whole long list of things. So I considered other ways of looking at the situation. I considered that realistically, I would probably get a lot of the things on my list done, even if not all of them. I also considered that what was blocking me from getting to the list all the time were all good things. A job I love, time with family, visiting and visitors, fun summer activities, and I value those things over the list. And then I considered that I had to admit that the truth is that summer is still eight more weeks, so I didn't need to think of it as almost over. Even though I see the layout of the whole summer, it is almost as far from the end of summer that it could actually be. So I could wait and see what would happen. In between work and responsibilities and in between fun and family time, I might just get a whole lot of what I want to do done. So that's what I did. I considered wait and see. And I reminded myself that it's okay to get stuck. I can see how easy it was to see the summer as over because I see it mapped out and I see others viewing it that way. But instead, I choose to wait and see. Esther, thank
0: you so much. That was wonderful. I really enjoyed listening to how you processed through that stuck situation using the stuck method. I'm going to take a moment now and reflect back to you what I heard. Doing this reflection is actually a part of the work I do with others. For instance, when I am facilitating a Getting Unstuck group program, one participant will share her recent stuck story that she processed through from the past week. And then when she's done reading her story, one of the other participants reflects back on what she heard. By the way, I'm saying she, but of course men can also participate in this work. And when we reflect back, we're basically saying what the person heard. Not word by word, but in general. And by doing this work, the person who shared the story can realize if her message that she was trying to send out to the group was received. And the person reflecting can confirm that what she heard was the message that was meant to be sent. In the work that I do, there is a strong emphasis on practicing mindful communication and mindful listening. So anyway, I wanted to take a moment and just do that here. I heard that you took a stop. In fact, you took several stops during the week. And I heard how you told yourself that you were stuck on disappointment as well as desire. And you uncovered your beliefs and you investigated them. And that led you to come up with a list of considerations, one of which was wait and see. And I heard you say to yourself that it was okay that you got stuck on disappointment and desire in the first place. It sounds like you really were able to move out of this narrow stuck place and into a broader and clearer view of your situation. It also sounds like you are cultivating some patience as you choose to wait and see with how your summer is going to unfold. Thank you so much again for sharing your story with us. I'm sure many of the listeners can identify with it. I know I can. And who knows, maybe I'll adopt your consideration, wait and see the next time I get stuck in feeling like time is slipping through my fingers. So Esther, I want to say thank you again for taking a leap and being the first listener to offer me a story. I think you're really brave in doing so. And I also want to thank you again for offering me that consideration just to try this out on my podcast when I wasn't even seeing that possibility. I think it's going to work. Every few episodes or so, as long as listeners continue to send me their recorded stories, I will broadcast them. And I really think this is going to bring this community of getting unstuck listeners together and demonstrate how we can really create an unstuck world one story at a time. So again, I really, truly thank you from the bottom of my heart. So if you are listening to this episode today, please consider going to my website for the details on how you too can share your story with me and how you can inspire others in getting unstuck. Two nights ago, I started another Getting Unstuck group program, and I look forward to sharing the testimonials with you later in August. No matter how many times I start another group or lead another retreat, I still have the same level of excitement and energy knowing the possibilities of deep growth and transformation that will occur in the lives of all of the participants. Thank you again for listening in today. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.